0: Welcome, Welcome genre genre junkies. junkies! This is the show where we celebrate a love of reading genre fiction. So, read what you love. And to hell with whatever anyone else thinks.
1: Hello, testing, one, two, all right, I'm here.
0: Now you sound a lot better. Yeah. Welcome to the first horror episode of 2024. I'm Sandra. I'm Scott. Tonight we shall be discussing... Bad Cree, a novel by Jessica Johns, a novel that we did not get to last year, but we're so, so, so excited to talk about that we were like, this shall be
1: our first horror book of 2024. This is one of those things where when you have too many books on the bookshelf, even when yes. you set them up to like literally have the cover staring at you, which I did, sometimes it just like disappears in a, in a forest of there, books well, there's until so you go, many... oh gosh, that's right. I really want to read that. It's the
0: it's the cold hard truth of readers that there are so many books and so little time. Mm-hmm. And um you know it's just like I will die with a pile of books <laughs> next to me that I didn't get to and I was trying to read before I before I croaked. <laughs> um so before we get into the novel, I believe you have something to share with the class, something that you think people should be listening to who are
1: not me. You uh <laughs> This is fu- th- th- she knows and this is funny cuz this is the second take of this. But yes, um there is a podcast that you must listen to if you're anything like me and not like and, and not like Sandra. And it's called In Strange Woods. I am four episodes in and what it is is a um serial style podcast about um about a mystery that happens in the woods that has to do with death and survival and you know creepy outsiders to uh to a town um and it's also a musical see that's where it loses me it is a musical folks and i like when i i I first heard about it i don't even remember like how it came across my my desk if you will but (laughs) um my It took me a minute in the first episode, I'll admit. Um, Listen to the first full episode. If you like musicals at all, Mm -hmm. like at all, like even a little bit, any kind of musical, um, listen to the first episode. It's really good. The music's good. The talent is good. The stories are good. The characters just really come to life. It's a lot of fun. I really recommend it. Check it out.
0: And if you're like Scott and you're on the Venn diagram of people who like thriller, horror, murder, and musicals what does that make us sandra serial killers
1: mm-hmm.
0: yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's right anyway um i love the title of that show i like that um well i and you wouldn't
1: like it you no. you would not like it. it's not it's, it's not it's, for me it's not just a musical it's the kind of musical songs that you absolutely detest Yep.
0: um I have been sucked back into the Sarah J. Moss universe. We've talked about the Court of Thorn and Roses um, series here on the show. It's been a while. We didn't talk all the way through the series, but Amanda and I have done like two episodes talking about that. I think you've done more than that. I think it was two on, just on Sarah J. Moss, but maybe um, sucked me back in with Crescent City. And, you know, I, I know a lot of people really, really love her or really, really hate her. And I just, <laughs> and I just want to say like, I, I get it. Um, I have fun with these books. I have a lot of fun talking to friends about these books, reading them together, um, all of the things on the internet about these books, like some of the things when Sarah writes them, my face hurts from like laughing at the, the silliness. So it's like, I get it. I I get it. I'm in on the joke. But um But yeah, she sure knows how to set me hook, line, and sinker and pull me right back in. It's like the mafia. And um, shout out to the Viper Queen. I identify as the Viper Queen. And I would like to perhaps take a lawsuit for use of my likeness <laughs> my permission Sarah <laughs> J. Moss um, anyway I know I have not even started the third Crescent City book I'm in the second one the these suckers are dense <laughs> these suckers are dense but there's lots and lots of critters and I love me some magical critters and she gives us lots to play with in this series and speaking of critters did we introduce our newest crew member?
1: we haven't
0: so she actually I think was with us last time we recorded, but we didn't introduce her. We have a new family member here at the Genre Junkies family.
1: We do. She is a rescue. We
0: have a little rescue lizard.
1: Uh, she is a leopard gecko, and her name is Omelet.
0: Her name is Omelet. We call her Ami. We call her
1: Egg Egglet Eggletine. <laughs> Uh, And and her job on the podcast now, I think we decided, was craft services?
0: Yes. She hasn't shown an immense talent for much in regards to podcasting, except for she really likes to eat.
1: So Really, really likes to eat.
0: She's a little baby, and she went through some trauma, so she's like, feed me and make me a big, strong lizard.
1: Including right now, she is literally right this moment currently eating her skin they do that that. is a real thing they do they do (laughs) and that is what she is doing right now to my left
0: so we'll see maybe as she gets older um she'll develop some other talents but for right now she's our little craft services lady (laughs) let me tell you about bad cree novel by jessica johns When Mackenzie wakes up with a severed crow's head in her hands, she panics. Only moments earlier, she had been fending off masses of birds in a snow-covered forest. In bed, when she blinks, the head disappears. Night after night, Mackenzie's dreams return her to a memory from before her sister Sabrina's untimely death, a weekend at the family's lakefront campsite, lawn obscured by a fog of guilt. But when the waking world starts closing in, too, a murder of crows stalks her every move around the city. She wakes up from a dream of drowning, throwing up water, and gets threatening text messages from someone claiming to be Sabrina. Mackenzie knows this is more than she can handle alone. Traveling north to her rural hometown in Alberta, she finds her family still steeped in the same grief that she ran away to Vancouver to escape. They welcome her back, but their shaky reunion only seems to intensify her dreams and make them more dangerous. And I wanted to... Just take that introduction to there. There's a little bit more if you look at mm-hmm. the synopsis, but there's already some really exciting kind of key phrases and ideas in, in that synopsis.
1: Yeah. So uh, as we discussed, we are really excited to read this book. Um, it it actually bumped another book when we remembered that we really wanted to read it and got excited.
0: Go ahead and read about the author for us, Scott.
1: So I want to say I looked up pronunciation. Any mistakes are mine. <laughs> (laughs) But uh, Jessica Johns is a Neheyo auntie and a member of the Sucker Creek First Nation in Treaty 8 Territory in Northern Alberta. She is an interdisciplinary artist and an award-winning writer.
0: Very cool. So I believe this is her debut novel, though she has written... um other things before. So really, really excited to get to, you know, kind of crack into her novel. Um, this has been something like Scott said, and I said that we've really been looking forward to. We love that this is our own voices. We have not gotten to read a lot of Indigenous authors on our show. We've read them on our own all throughout our lives and we will continue to do so. So we're really, really happy to spotlight this. And always remember to look up whose land you're on. On if you live in North America, because you are on someone, because it's
1: not yours, someone's stolen. Land. Well, I shouldn't say it's not yours. It might, it actually might, it might be yours. But, but, um, you know, look it
0: up, do your
1: research. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, Scott, you you really liked this book. You say page turner.
1: This book is absolutely a page turner. It um, it lived up to its hype in my mind. It's really fun. I don't, I don't want to say that it's short, but mm-hmm. it's very compact. And and it's just it's really, really good.
0: Um, I would say she doesn't waste uh, a word, a sentence or a syllable. (laughs) Um, She fits a lot into her page count, and I definitely would have been happy to read more. But as it is, I think that she delivered a great, great book. Um, For me, I'm somewhere between page turner and obsession. Um, I mean, really, it was like it was a page turner as I was reading it. And it's really stuck with me. And this book hit me like an emotional gut punch, especially after I finished it. Um, It brought up a lot of things for me. So yeah, I mean, it's like, it's that, you know, it's that place between page turner and obsession where you're like, God, I just devoured this book, and I can't stop thinking about it.
1: There's a tone in this book that I, I really want to point to. That it's definitely it's definitely scary and creepy and 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 has all of those those. But I was trying to think of of the word, and I don't have a single word to describe it. But it's it's written in such an own voice, like it mm-hmm. feels so experiential. Yeah. Is that a word? It's a word now. I'm making <laughs> yeah. it a word. It, it you're feels speaking ex- to the experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, it just feels so authentic and sincere. It really it really has almost like a a, a biographical feel.
0: This is another one of those books where um, I can't believe that these aren't real people.
1: I'm pretty sure they are.
0: I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure they are, but I'm I mean, it's sure like they're. this book is not autobiography. No, I, I mean, and it. it's <laughs>
1: I mean... <laughs> I mean that in the way that you mean it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's like they they just leap off the pages, These people in these books. It's a very um, exciting new voice in horror. It's got girl power. It's got a lot to say. It's got generational issues and trauma, uh, grief. There's, uh, oh, you know, we've been talking a lot lately. I-, I don't know. It's like we didn't seek these books out, but um, another person dealing with addiction yeah in this and and i was happy with the treatment of addiction in this book um you know it's it's a side character if you will but you know just more of that kind of exploring these real things that people go through um i find it very refreshing uh really really quickly in her acknowledgements did you read her acknowledgements yet no. So she thanks, um her D&D pals. Oh, yes. Cree and D. Cree and D <laughs> crew. Get out of here. That's so clever. That is
1: really good. That um, is really, really good.
0: We'll play D&D with you. Yeah, please. Can we play d d Can
1: we join your table? Can we come play? I'll DM. It's okay. I'll DM. I'll DM. It's fine. I don't know what I'll do if I can't play. <laughs> I can't DM, but. No, you, you you'll, I'll DM so that you two can play. Yay. Yeah. And there already is one bard. We could have an all-bard party if you want, I suppose, but. You can play whatever you want, Jessica Johns um yeah very
0: exciting this book like i said it really really hit me hard and we'll Mm -hmm. talk about that in the
1: spoiler section um i I will just go ahead and set it up i saw sandra not sandra cry i real real cry real cry lots and lots because it really um
0: it just brought up a lot of stuff for me it really did and the most interesting ways sometimes you don't think about that something's going to affect you and and then it does um so yeah, this is uh fun, creepy. Lots of good creepy stuff. Some really unsettling imagery that's gonna stick with me for a long time. Side note: Scott and I love crows. Yes, so we like, do. so any sort of um corvid bird. <laughs> So like the fact that crows play a major part in this book, I was like, oh my god, this is so awesome! And I I knew you were gonna love that too. Oh yeah, it's like all of our friends out front. Yes, we love our our cromies. Um, some awesome stuff, not just about families in general, but also about uh, siblings and sisters, stuff like that. That's like a major, you know, checks a lot of boxes for me. Um, believable, interesting family dynamics. That yeah. I can't really speak enough about it. This book makes me smile. This book makes me happy. Uh, this book makes me think. Why aren't you reading it? Why are you not reading Bad Cree right now?
1: I mean, really, why aren't you? Because this is mass appeal. Yes, it is horror. Yes, it has that disturbing imagery that Sandra referenced. But it's it's the kind of horror that I feel like anyone can enjoy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, I think everyone... Everyone likes to be a little bit disturbed sometimes. You I know what I mean? I hope so. And there's such a good story and such great characters. And and again, it's just so genuine that I think that it, it will absolutely appeal to anyone.
0: I like that. I like genuine. I like thinking of this book as genuine. Um, that's a sentiment that really rings true to me. I... It's a little hard for me to say exactly where I fall on the the appeal. I mean, I want to say mass, but I think I'm probably more comfortable in abroad. Okay. Um, that being said, I think it's a good intro to horror. Um, if you're somebody that wants to get into reading horror books, but maybe you're like, I want to, you know, read something that's going to be kind of a gentle easement into it. I want something that's going to have a lot of other stuff going on, not just the horror elements. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe you're wanting to read authors that are female. <laughs> that are more progressive stories that are more progressive than going back and reading, you know, horror from way back when, uh, in like
1: 2015. <laughs> <laughs>
0: For example, yeah, no, but um, like I think there's a oh, lot God, of that was
1: almost ten years ago. That actually was I a while ago. Oh, God, I don't want to think about it.
0: There's um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot for a really wide swath of people to get out of this book, and I recommend you read it. I highly, highly recommend you read it. And you should also play Dungeons and Dragons. That's your assignment. Read this book, play Dungeons and Dragons, and think of Jessica Johns whilst doing it and your friends at Chandra Junkies.
1: Let's all be nerds together. Let's all be nerds together. So
0: let's go ahead and we're gonna go over to the spoiler section. So if you are planning on joining us, we'll see you after this quick
1: commercial break. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we don't have commercials. It's our own commercial. We just have this. Hey, what's this? Is this a is this a different middle part here? This isn't what's normally here. We don't know what's gonna go here for twenty twenty four, but this is a new one. <laughs> this is your intermezzo between the non
0: spoiler spoiler section. I like yours, I thought it was cute.
1: Have you read the book? No? Then stop right now. We'll still be here. We're not going anywhere. Come on back and join us after you've read the book. Do you really not want to read it that bad? Do you really not care about it? You don't like books? Why are you even here? Why are you treating this book like trash? You're trash.
0: Here's the spoiler section for Bad Creek.
1: We're gonna talk all about it. You so, can't stop us.
0: You can't stop us. You won't
1: stop us. I mean, you can turn off the show, and if you haven't read it, you should turn off the show. Yeah. What? Yeah. 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 But you know, you can you can listen in a little bit. It's fine. So you don't tell anyone.
0: <laughs> so this book took um, a turn that I was not expecting. It actually took a T- a couple of turns that I was not expecting, and I was very pleasantly surprised by. Mm-hmm. So I have a little bit of a. I'm a little bit tired of the trope where the hero must go everything completely alone. Yeah. I'm a little tired of that. And. It's really interesting because this book, like, it brings that up of like, what are you doing, Mackenzie? You can't go through this alone. And it was like, thank you. Because there's a lot of stuff in life one must face alone. But in books, it gets a little goddamn ridiculous sometimes. And not only is she not supposed to go this, through this alone, she needs her family. She needs the women in her family to help her and to guide her and to encourage her and to give her tough love and um, to be there for her. And I just, I can't. <laughs> not speak enough about how much I appreciate the teamwork in this book.
1: <laughs> well, no, you, you you, you, hit the nail right on the head where, you know, there are some things in life that you do have to go through alone, but there's a lot of stuff that we go through alone that we don't need to be, that we should be reaching out to our friends and our family, whether chosen or blood. Right. Um, And, you know, the other thing about this book is it really sends a strong message about losing generational knowledge Mm. and having generational shame. Yeah, um, that's really powerful, and and learning to like come together as a family. In this case, blood, but whether blood or chosen, um, coming together as a family and and sharing your stories with each other and being there for each other and learning about each other is really is really powerful and can can really help you through a lot of difficult times. And can prevent you from falling to a um, a very hungry supernatural creature.
0: <laughs> For example, um, I also think that it's really cool how her family. Um because you know the nature of who they are and being creek people um they accept they believe they take her concerns seriously and they're like there is basis for this like you know Mm -hmm. kind of like there are things that go bump in the night and you know it's just like it's again I was very happy that all the characters in this book weren't trying to, you know, massage away her fears or be like, don't listen to your gut instincts." You're
1: crazy. I'm
0: sure there's a logical explanation. Like, you know, sometimes you just want the people in the
1: book to be on board. (laughs) Because we've talked about this and, you know, you and I know each other very well. And so if one of us comes to the other one and says, I got abducted by aliens on my way home from work we're gonna believe the other person
0: i'm gonna take that seriously and i've you know i'll go further than you scott i have told a lot of my close friends and family um if they if you come to me and say this supernatural thing happened to me this this unbelievable thing happened to me paranormal thing happened to me i will believe you and here's the thing i will say i believe you because i'm gonna believe you and let's go through this let's figure this out together and as we're sussing it out We are also going to look at some logical things and some medical explanations. Certainly, but I am not going to ever be that guy that tells you you're absolutely wrong and it's all in your head. Yeah, I promise you, and dear listener, I promise you as well. I will never do that to
1: you. And that that is a that is a very refreshing change to a very very I I wouldn't call it a trope. I would call it a a absolute crutch? writing law. A crutch is a perfect word for it. Yes. yes. If to a to a to a very, very overused crutch.
0: Well, cause all of these things we're talking about, it's kind of like, you know, turning away, isolating the person, not believing them. And this book does like the opposite of that. Oh
1: my God. That because I said in the non spoiler section that it's not that it's short, that it felt compact. That's why. Mm-hmm. Because so many books they they pad out their length. Because it feels like a large portion of it is just the protagonist trying to convince someone, uh, anyone, yes, of, that the that, of the thing. And this is like, no, we don't need to do that. Yeah, it definitely addresses the you know keeping secrets from other people. Yes, yes. which is a very important part of this, which is right. very important to the message of this book. But but that but by removing that crutch, you create a really nice complete solid story with with trust and and love between the characters and, and you end up
0: with a great book and it's a celebration of community in so many ways too and there's also parts of the book like where um mom and aunties are gathering information from others in the community and stuff and that's really really cool um i i it's just so much about this book it, it just feels like a celebration of community to me it feels like a celebration of uh femi- feminism <laughs> of women working together and being strong and being capable um, we also have a character at the beginning who's non-binary um, I don't know if they say in the book that that person is two-spirit but I've heard that term used before um, by some in the indigenous community and I thought that that was a really cool representation as well yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I actually wanted more of them. It was very sad when they got cut off from the story. It made sense for the story. I completely understand it. Yes. But I I really liked the... uh, the original support and just unquestioning loyalty that they showed Mackenzie.
0: Oh my God, they took such good care of Mackenzie. And like all those times when like she couldn't function and stuff. And again, it's like this celebration of like community and just such a nice, beautiful thing. Uh, I love that they work at Whole Foods. I love that they work at a grocery store. We pointed this out before in books too, when it's like, okay, everybody's not like a fucking interior decorator (laughs) to the store stars or you know like these jobs that's like i'm a marketing analyst working in you know the fashion industry or what it's not it's it a little hallmark a- yeah yeah it's kind of like can people just like work at the fucking grocery store and be <laughs> a character so we always we always love that um shout out for that um Mom, when she goes on her little trips where she forages for things, that's really reminded me of You and Me. Mm -hmm. That's something, like, we're kind of into with thrifting and estate sales and free stuff and... (laughs) Things like that. We love it. Um, I'm also a big sucker for grandmas. Yeah. Grandmas are huge to me. Um, Somebody that was really close to and lived with my grandma until I was a teenager. Um, So that grandma just, that's what made me cry. That's what made me break down and just sob is just because I felt like that grandma was wonderful. And I don't feel like it was cheesy. I don't feel like it was schmaltzy or saccharine. Um, that's a gambling grandma. That's a smoking grandma. Uh, my grandma didn't gamble, but she was a smoker. Um, there's certain things that Jessica says when she talks about like the family gathering around and, and they're in that haze of smoke. And if you grew up like I did with people who smoke in the home, let's just put aside that's fucking awful for a minute. There is just things like that where it's like, i know what you're talking about like i get you you get me like we have overlap in our stories and our history and um i feel like people are afraid to talk about smoking grandmas and and things like that and it's like it's that realness real recognizes real (laughs) you know and um I love that her sister was not trying to scare her. I love that her grandma was not trying to scare her. That was the creature. The idea that this creature feeds on sorrow, on grief, and then we're kind of tying into pipelines and stuff like that, too. Like, you know, just kind of chipping away at like a bigger issue. But I love that it's like her sister wouldn't set her up like that to fail.
1: No, no, she wouldn't haunt her like that no um yeah i i have to say um part of it was on behalf of you but i cried at the end too
0: on my behalf yeah Yeah. on
1: your behalf a little because i i i had already seen you cry and i knew exactly what had caused you to cry as i was reading it and it made me cry too because it was really well executed and it was very powerful um you know all all of the all of the the kind of flashback memories of grandma yes of the coins, yeah, really cool.
0: Can't you hear it? I
1: can hear it. I really can hear it.
0: You would have loved to gamble with that, Grandma.
1: Oh my gosh! I want to. I want to deal me in. I want to play cards with that whole family. Yeah. I love how cards is like just a thing that that family is very much into. Because I, I definitely feel that. I, I love cards.
0: Um, there was definitely some of the things about camping in the campsites mm-hmm. Bought up some camping memories for me. Um, some good memories too. I don't have a lot of great camping stories I'm, like, I'm trying to give you good yeah. camping
1: memories that but you I'll, won't
0: take oh stop it but i know that that had to speak to you it did yeah
1: i wanted to go hang out on the lake with them um you know it, there's so much of i i i i really love this author and i love this story um it just every single scene f- felt like it was something from a direct memory all of it all yes. of it felt very, like, direct.
0: It's men. so real.
1: And it makes it so much more powerful. I mean, I just, I can't, I can't express enough. Just, it felt like she was describing her Kokum. Yeah. It sounded like she was describing her mother and her aunties. And, um, you know, in some respects, I'm sure that she, she was. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure that there's some very, re- there's a lot of realness in there. But very, very talented, powerful author. Um. I, I and I, I loved the way it was written. Made me very curious to learn a lot more about that culture, mm-hmm. um, about uh Canadian treaties, as yes. I guess they call them. Yeah, I don't know a lot about about uh, Indigenous Americans in Canada. Yeah, and how that all worked out. It made me really um want to learn a lot more. But this book is written like like you kind of just know. And I kind of yeah. like that.
0: it's like she's trusting you to if you don't know she's like you'll you're smart, you'll research it yeah. you'll at least look up what we're referencing right here to get you through the story
1: and then you'll go learn some more, yeah, and I really like that because it felt like it was written for for her yeah. and she just trusts you to come in and read it too,
0: yeah, uh, yeah, I like that too. I think that's a really good way to put it. It's like she has a lot of trust in her reader um. And she is educating us, but she's also encouraging us to educate ourselves, yeah. which I think is a really cool, powerful thing. Um,
1: I wouldn't even say encouraging; I'd say inspiring.
0: Inspiring, yeah, that yeah, that works. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, well, maybe not obviously, but I, I feel like we would have mentioned by now if if I was Cree, <laughs> I'm not. No. But there is kind of this concept of auntie that um. I really, really liked a lot. Uh, a lot of people who know me in real life, they they know me as Aunt Sandy because I am Aunt Sandy. Like, for every animal, for every child, I'm Aunt Sandy. Um, and I like being an auntie. I like being that role a lot. It means a lot to me to be kind of a nurturer, encourager. It takes a village trustworthy trustworthy i've got your back type of yeah
1: non-judgmental
0: non-judgmental thing and i think it's really cool that in this culture that really means something and i don't know that we in a lot of other parts of western culture really appreciate those sorts of roles And what that is and what that means to be kind of like this active community member, you know, like, Mm -hmm. and so I really found that really cool and touching because it's something I feel in my heart and that it's like, wow, that's like so neat that like there's people out there that for you know, since like the beginning of time or <laughs> like this is an important and honorific role, but not like in a w- weird way like you have to respect them out of some sort of fear of authority, but like this is a loving active community member. And that means a lot to me. It's a
1: real it, it's 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 respect with the real definition for for your elders. You know what I mean? Right. It's it's not respect like obeying them. It's respecting yeah, like, like authority. Hey, Yeah. You've you've been through a lot of life and you have a lot of knowledge and you care about me and you care for me and so I care and listen and and listen to you. Yeah. And I I care for you in return.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm in admiration. I'm jealous that I don't have that sort of structure in my life and didn't have that, but it makes me feel really cool that's like in, in a small way, I have some of that spirit within me mm-hmm. and it's like, that's really cool because I came about it very naturally and organically and I love that there's, I don't know, I just love that that's a real thing. Yeah. Yeah. So there you have it, everybody. Bad Cree um
1: obviously we loved it (laughs) yeah what are we gonna score it out of though
0: no what do you think
1: crows crows how many crows now it's gonna be have to have to be out of 10 because we cannot cut a crow in half
0: we would never exactly
1: so it's out how many crows out of 10
0: i'm gonna give this nine crows out of 10 okay (laughs) (laughs) for all of the reasons i have set forth
1: I'm giving this 10 crows out of 10. I love it. This is my second perfect store score of the year. I love it. There's nothing I would change about this book. There's yeah. nothing that it's it's brilliant and beautiful. I want to read this book again.
0: I want to read this book again. I want more. I want more.
1: I do want more. And and I and you know, I thought about that. Um I thought about that as being a potential downside but i I really love a good book that just tells the story and gets a message and just is so so well crafted i want more from this author i want more about the family I, i do want more but i'm very happy with this book it's it's perfect
0: all right we're excited to hear more from jessica johns uh here's to a long 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 illustrious career thank you so much for joining us i'm sandra i'm scott Please keep reading past your bedtime.